Welcome to Health and Sisterhood Podcast, where we explore the mystery and wisdom of sister-to-sister relations and how through them we can build healthy relations and deepen relations with ourselves and others. We invite you to tune in and dive in with us through your own lens. Hello and welcome back to the Held in Sisterhood podcast. Uh, we are in cycle two, all about establishing woman-to-woman relationships and sisterhood relationships. And today we're going to speak about the season of winter when it comes to these kind of relationships. And our intention for this episode is for us all to dive a little deeper into understanding, okay, how can I reflect on my sisterhood relationships? How can I maintain them? How can I up-level them? Or how can I, if if it feels like that, end a sister-to-sister relationship in a conscious manner? Yeah, so welcome to this journey. As usual, the invitation is there to feel into your body as you listen, to not take what Anna and I are saying as the ultimate truth, but to discover and uncover your own as you're tuning in with what resonates and what doesn't. And we always love to hear from you, so we're very excited. It feels very aligned to speak about winter today. (laughs) why is that so oh because even though it's nearly summer solstice you're outside i'm sitting here on my first day of inner winter (laughs) i think that's what you were alluding to marlena and yeah mm -hmm. yeah that and also just the the inner reflective mode i feel that's present at the moment for me personally Hmm. Yes, because the moment we're recording this, it's um, we're just still in that energy of the new moon in Gemini, and um, a couple of days away from the summer solstice, at a time where we change from one season to another. Uh, a number of different philosophies also look at it as like a six-month mark, wherever you are in the hemisphere, a really great moment to do some inner reflections and um, and also looking at that light, dark, dark lightness. And winter is usually mm, looked at as a reflection of or the opposite of summer. Okay, so... While well, summer, we spoke to the high energy, the um, infatuation of being in relationship with a sister, the person that she is in particular, and and seeing all of the blossom. Um, in winter, we actually invite this cycle in as a cycle of stillness, um, a cycle of going a little bit deeper in the inner reflection of the relationship with not just myself, as we had alluded to in the autumn season, but also in, in the inner reflection of the relationship. And so again, painting you that picture of winter, again, winter in 
the hemisphere that has all four seasons, <laughs> um, where we get much more darkness, a lot less light during the day. Um, there's a this subliminal stillness that kind of washes over as snow is felt on those bare trees that we had in the autumn, right? They kind of covering them and with their heaviness and weight on the trees make it really hard even for when the wind comes for the trees to really move. So they are really absorbed by this stillness. Mm. And that happens along the animals as well and, uh, and other plants, um, knowing that nevertheless, underneath that snow, underneath the soil, life continues and there's a lot happening in there. And taking the outside world into the inner world or the inside, inside of the home as we know it from traditions. For me, the Polish farm kind of image comes in is, um, is of my grandmother sitting at the at the kitchen or kitchen living room slash kids bedroom kind of um, situation and the stove on with the warm bread in there and the woman coming around and um, and making pillows there was this whole thing of like the plucking of feathers have taken place and they're stuffing pillows and making pillows during the during the winter mm. And that, that ability to be inside in stillness, in warmth, and at times together and at times away because being together was hard when the snow came in, when it was cold outside and when the days were shorter. Yeah, just felt called to paint that picture. <laughs> I love it. It's beautiful. And I what I what I love the most right now is this alignment. I mean it's so crazy that as we're recording this in two day two days, yeah, it's summer solstice, right? So what better moment to shine light on a season that we normally or not normally, but that can we can very easily label as a a dark and uneasy one and I I love the picture that you're painted you know because there are like so many different elements to that there's a lot of coziness and warmth in that season actually it just comes more from within than it comes from outside yeah and I would love to bring that picture into what it means what min winter means for the woman-to-woman -woman relationship. And I find that if we're using that picture of going like inwards and finding the cozy and comfort within, it does, like winter is a season, I feel, in, in, in the relationship dynamic where it's about, okay, I'm going inwards and I'm going to reflect Winter is not necessarily a place or a moment where, where I am taking big actions based on a decision that I've made. 
it is really to go inward and to let go of anything, any label, any judgment, any, it's, it's really just letting go of what I thought I knew about this relationship and coming into this, okay, so what is, what is present now and what can I reflect on um, right now? Yeah. Mm. I think winter is such a, such a potent season in relationships. Absolutely. And I think what came up as I heard you, Marlena, was also, you know, how do we, how do we arrive at winter? Right. What, how do we can like distinct that feeling, that knowing that this is where we are in a relationship? Right. Um, while we have been painting this seasonal image between the different seasons for you in the last episodes, also being distinctive that you know, they they can be longer and shorter. There is also no exact time frame, and I think winter in itself is one of those that really invites us to sit with that uncertainty of how long this may be. Um, and to me, that knowing of that I've arrived at winter in a relationship is, is I would have had some reflections, judgments, maybe even some, uh, some triggers really come up, right? During that, that autumn element of feeling uncertain of where this relationship is going, still though feeling like I need to go into action and then coming into a space where one, and I've had this happen in multiple relationships with women where we consciously say, hey, I love you dearly. This relationship means a lot to me. And at the same time, there's a shift happening and there's a transformation that we may need to be going into and deciding consciously that we are giving ourselves time and stepping into that for me would be winter. It could also happen in relationship where it's not actually spoken out, right? We just feel it. We feel that we're walking into a moment of the relationship where there's a lot of uncertainty, maybe Maybe the uncertainty is also being reflected in one of our, of our lives, right? In the uncertainty of mm, of a transition that the other person is in. Not to say that we're not there for the transition, but there's so much happening in that person's life of transitions that we kind of must take a step back and relax and go into that stillness and allow things for to settle to be able to redefine and reemerge into a new phase of the relationship, right? That's because that's what spring brings us as we move out into winter. So I just wanted to paint those two, which feel very clear pictures, but there's obviously all the in-betweens that that could look and feel like. Yeah, and also I love that you're bringing up the in-betweens because obviously, like, we're attempting to bring something that is very complex into like a simplified model with the seasons right so obviously relationships are so much more complex and I find myself 
I find myself going into winter nearly on a daily basis in certain moments, you know, or like it can happen in small things, you know, and it can happen in smaller conversations. Even throughout a conversation, you might notice these seasons coming up and down, right? And so, yeah, I love that you that you bring this. Like it's it's not just one or the other. It looks very, it has very different very many different shapes and forms, which is why I really appreciated your, um, this question, okay, well, how do I know when winter starts? Because I was like reflecting, I was like, I'm like, oh my God, I most of the time, I only know it when it's there. <laughs> But what you actually just shared, you know, there, there's also this way of, of noticing it coming. And I think that's, that's lovely. Just like tuning into And I think that is that is probably for all the seasons key is just like tuning into your own body as you are feeling into a relationship and noticing where your body is and what comes up mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's so many ways I want to take this one, Linda. Um, let me... Let me add something here, and then I'd love to unpack this whole thing you started about this being within a conversation. Um, the The big piece of also on a societal um, kind of cultural level that we move away from winter. And by the way, you might want to check out our episode on deep rest, which Marlene and I did um, at the end of 2022. Um, which was in cycle one, and we touched upon, this is the whole element of culture that really brings this home, because we've, we push away from winter and everything that winter, darkness, resting, we want things to be solved, we want things to be known, we want things to be certain, and when, when we don't, right, there's this, or the, the need being, to label and to not feel the things that we otherwise would if we didn't have that label, right? Like I need to know that this relationship is stable or this is where we're going or that it no longer is or uh, that you that you still care about me, that you still want to do this project with me, that this is going to, like all the things, we, you know? Because there are fears of belonging, Fears of abandonment, a fear of missing out, um, all of which we also, you know, touched upon around the attachment styles in the previous season of autumn. Um, I'd, I'd love, Marlena, <laughs> to invite you <laughs> to paint us a picture of how could this look like in a conversation, literally going through the seasons. I mean, we can do this together, but... Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, maybe we can, and I don't know if that serves, so let's see how this goes. I notice myself being a little bit nervous right now with this, but maybe we can even um, use just this recording of a podcast, you know, because I think like we started, we are kind of like setting an intention um we're in that as we're recording this like we you can hear it in our voices you know there's energy flowing and we're like getting a little bit 
hype might be a little bit exaggerated, but we do feel a little bit like, ooh, this is good, you know, like we're excited about talking about this and we love listening to the other. And then you might even notice like moments where, okay, when, so that would be summer, right? This like, wow, it's amazing. And then there's moments where triggers might hit, where like me, for an instance, one of my common triggers is I feel insecure, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, did I say this right? Or even right now, as Anna asked me the question, I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able like to just right now very spontaneously to come up with an with an example right so there is there is that trigger dynamic and um i feel that now this is the interesting part how to bring a winter in and i find it interesting also in the preparation for this episode or for all these episodes i noticed myself being more connected to the other episodes and finding it harder to actually come to a definition for winter. Um, so, yeah, I'm just right now reflecting how could... Maybe I can chime huh. in, because we had this yeah. happen in our last conversation. Yeah. Um, where unintentionally, in the sense of speaking it out and saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to do winter, right? Like, we don't actually do that in our conversations, FYI. <laughs> But reflect on them there afterwards, where when we are attuned in being in conversation with each other, where we allow that whole cyclicality to take place, the way it occurred was that I stepped out of the conversation and went into the kitchen to get something to drink. And actually what it, I was like, Marilyn, I'll be right back. I ended up walking outside and even taking a moment to just like breathe in and breathe out because we had had a moment of triggers and counter triggers and that allowed for that space right that and it was just a matter of like maybe two three minutes tops that I was away but that was the stillness and the depth and the uncertainty you know what am I going to come back to what, how am I going to come back to you, right? Like what's going to be the status of what's going to be the energy and that being in that uncertainty on both sides and then coming back and then realigning, coming kind of back, I would say, this is like that funny in between, right? Between winter and spring. So preparing for spring, when do we know when winter ends? Yeah. Yeah, I love that example. Thank you for bringing that up. It does make me think also, because I do, I would love to close the the example with the recording, because it is inspired by what you just said. Just taking a breath, you know, and just like feeling into, oh, okay. And I think there was a moment when I, when, when we both paused mm -hmm. with that question. Even just that pause, that stillness is a way of, um, is a form of winter. It can be a form of winter. Yeah. When to know that winter ends. Somehow I, right now I have this thought of, um, I think oftentimes we are trying to make winter end sooner <laughs> um, <laughs> than it actually is wanting itself to end. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of like the the question here right is to find one 
this this understanding of oh like am I moving too soon out of this place of stillness and then on the other hand also observing am I stretching this stillness because of whatever reason maybe fears maybe discomfort to actually go into a spring season where there would be more of a decisive and intentional energy where something could change where something could end mm -hmm. um, and the discomfort of that can sometimes lead to us lingering a little bit longer in winter than it actually wants to and it, it can create like that drainage or the leakage of energy too so i think it's a tricky like when to know mm -hmm. when winter winter ends is a tricky question that i'm myself still exploring mm -hmm. yeah yes thanks more than i feel i feel it it really comes back to these in-between spaces and that tuning into oneself right um when it I mean, I will continue to do this because I love these metaphors and really being in nature. It's like that experience of where you're like, oh, the sun's coming out, right? And you're like, oh, spring is here. And then boom, you know, two days later, there's like a frost that's coming in the morning. And you're like, oh, no, getting my winter jacket back out. That was way too early. Mm. So we tend, like, again, you've mentioned this, we, we have a tendency to move towards spring, summer, action-oriented in our society as well. So even noticing and being, like, taking that into a deep knowing within that there is a tendency to maybe next time when you when you're at a point of, like, oh yeah, we're ready for the next step. Or like, I want to get out of this relationship, right? I'm done, right? Like witnessing, is that even being done with it a need to just do, right? Or to, like, or is it coming from a place of deep um, mm -hmm. trust that yeah. that's the, that's it? You know, something's coming up, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me think, and maybe I've mentioned this already, but like my, um, one of my trainers, she, she mentioned the other day that when we only see two options, like black or white, that is actually a sign for a trauma response. And I find that so fascinating because I think this very often can happen in winter where it's like, oh, no, but it needs to be either this way or that way. It can, there's only these two options how a decision can unfold. And I find it so powerful to be aware of that because I know now, okay, when that happens to me, I know, okay, neither of these are probably the decision. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's not going to be the end decision, mm -hmm. but it's just like me sitting with what is there now. Mm -hmm. I've had recently a friend, um, I had a conversation with, with a dear sister of mine and she was like uh, sharing about her work and what's going on there. And she was like, oh, like I want to have a conversation, but I need to know already before the conversation 
what my decision is. And I'm like, hang on a second. It's like, you do not need to know that. Just sit for a moment in the, in the unknown and know, okay, you have the clarity, the conversation wants to be there, but you cannot possibly, you cannot know the outcome of this conversation. You see black and white as option right now, but what about all the colors in between? Wow. Um, well, that just brought up things for me that I'd love to, <laughs> that I'd love to share, um, which is this, um, which is the paradox of it all is that I had this image that came thanks to, um, a woman I met this weekend at a retreat. Thank you, Lily, for this. Um, of having had so many of these, the way that she shared it was having had so many options in front of her and deciphering what to do in a relationship. And all of these, all of these thoughts and reflections and, you know, do I go, do I not, do I trust, do I not? And then experiencing a deep state of meditation in which that, those thoughts cleared and the inner truth became available. And so why I say paradox, because what it highlighted to me in reflection to what you said, Marlena, was that it's not even that we need to go into conversation and into the stillness um, to be in the uncertainty in in like the bigger spectrum of things. I think we go into that uncertainty and in those spaces to clear away like the fog, right? Like to... Because underneath it, we already know. And the fog itself is filled with all of those fears, right? And so we feel like, okay, well, if I allow myself to be abandoned, right, then that will result in X, Y, Z. And so I won't let myself get to the uncertainty in the first place. But the uncertainty actually is real deep knowing, like beyond that uncertainty is the deep knowing. And when I think of it, the image really came in these layers of if I, you know, if we cut, <laughs> cut, if we went into the layers of Mother Earth at winter and we were able to see the pile of snow, the pile of dried leaves that are underneath that snow, that soil and those seeds underneath, those seeds are there. And they know that they will come through when the moment is right. But that patience and stillness allows us to like let those layers melt, let those leaves decompose, let, let the earth get warm with the sun and so that that seed can come through. But that seed, that truth, that deeper knowing of the relationship and where I want this relationship to go and 
we know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's always, it's there. It's more. And I think this is why I personally want to set the intention to celebrate winter a little bit more. Because it just, it gives us this opportunity to come to the knowing, to be with, with the silence and what it brings forward to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love winter. <laughs> Inner winter and relationship winter. Uh, still working on the actual winter because I'm a lover of the sun. So, <laughs> but the moonlight, I definitely like the the darkness. Mm. A a piece we wanted to also touch upon in regards to preparing for for spring, right? Or that when does winter end? Is this question of um, and I would say that probably this really starts to weave into the spring, right? So as Marlena mentioned around winter not being in the action, um, but more in the introspection and reflection and stillness, there is this element we want to bring in here around, do we need closure? If that is what is necessary for the relationship, but, but, and also, do we need closure to a certain phase of a relationship so that we can step into right the next phase? Um, and what kind of closure? Does it have to involve both of us if it's a closure of the relationship? Does it need to be spoken out right somehow? Or what, 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 what's there? Let's say it that way. I love that you, because I just when you said that uh, the question about the faces, you know, I also had that. I was like, what does closure actually mean? Because I think it's the same, you know, uh, regarding most people's relationship to winter. Most people's relationship to closure is like, oh my god, you know, it's like, Ugh, I don't, I don't like closure. But what actually happens if we started seeing closure as a natural? part of life right and to see it not not necessarily for like this big thing does this relationship need to end or do we need a closure here but what within the relationship or what within me that was sparked by the relationship is looking for closure mm. and to see it more that way yeah what sparked and i me? i'm sorry i just wanted to just echo that back. What sparked in me that needs closure in this relationship at this point? Just want to take that in because there's a spark and yet it may need closure at this point. Mm. Yeah, I honestly also feel like, like, 
I sometimes wonder if even this question, do we need closure, stems from this part of our mind that wants to know. Hmm. Because, yeah, because, and I guess that, that is kind of like, we really need to feel where this either the need i need closure or the question do we need closure where that comes from because if it comes from this fear of oh i don't feel comfortable with with this energy that is here right now um or i'm scared that if i'm that if i will close then I'm going to miss out on something, you know, because that is, I feel, what oftentimes leads to us lingering in and creating energy leakages is that I'm scared that if I, if I actually do say, or if we do decide to close something within this dynamic, that I will then, let's put it into, okay, we close a relationship, right? Oh, but what if, what if I'll never have that again? You know, what if I'm going to miss out? And so I think it's that, that fear that we, that we can experience around closure of missing out that can be triggered mm. in these moments of winter. Yeah, and I can see the, the quite opposite of that pendulum, which is a very abrupt closure an absolute like this is not it I just need to go right and this and this jumping out from not looking at what's actually taken place right not giving that space of stillness to actually um, be in that discomfort even um, obviously not taking, not saying that that's necessary when you're in a relationship that is unsafe and it's got, you know, you're physically being, and emotionally, in any way, being harmed. Um, definitely, um, that is to, um, a necessary need to, to leave. But when is that also a mechanism, right? When are these mechanisms keeping us away from the discomforts of actually being with ourselves and with our big fears and um, rather than being in relation as you said being in relation and giving that space to be in relation even when we are in intentional stillness and away from each other in some way right i think that came up in our reflections uh, ahead of the season was how do I know that she's also in winter, right? If we haven't had the conversation, are we completely separate? Are we having check-ins? Like, how, how does that actually take place? And that knowing that you're in relation, and this is like kind of bringing in what you also said about this closure. I also find that with the opening, right? They, it's, it, do we need opening all the time? Do we need closure? Right? Or are they actually that similarity of like we are actually constantly in motion? And so there's closure and opening, closure and opening, and there's the in between of that as well. So with that being said, if we've, if we're in relation, 
energetically we're in relation even when we're not speaking even when we're in our separate physical spaces and stillness um, what I do find quite powerful in that conscious closure is that it is very um, empowering and it's an element for me of decomposing decomposting right it is death it is it is also parts of the darkness that our society tends to run away from. So looking at closure as an element of that, where life can begin again, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so good. Oh, I just need to take these words in. That was powerful. I have, like, there were two things that really resonate in my entire body right now. It's beautiful. Wow. Ah, oh, um, let me see if I can connect to these two topics again, because it was really, oh yeah, so it's this, it's, oh my god, it's like, it's so, only the humankind can reflect on, oh, is it going to end, or is it going to start, and what is my influence on this, right? But the truth is, nature knows, and we are part of nature, and the only thing that we can do is let it flow through us. So the opening is there, whether you want it or not. Nature is going to show it to you. The closure is there, whether you want it or not. Nature is going to show it to you. And our only task is to allow nature to do her job through us, and to decide, and I think that's what you, that is the second thing, it's so powerful, if we choose to consciously engage with that natural rhythm that already is, and we stop resisting, and we stop fighting, it can be so, it can be like, it creates such an energy within you, it, it creates so much connection, so much aliveness, so many goosebumps just in that consciousness of oh I am noticing what happens within me and I'm going to consciously be with that and I'm going to consciously be with that in this relationship and it can be scary to the human mind but it actually is so freeing and so liberating and so magical really magical mm. When we let go of our needs and attune to nature, it flows through us. Mm -hmm. All these cycles. Really yeah. So, I'm gonna whisper out loud, Marlena. I feel, um, I feel complete. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. And um, would love to flow into through to the kind of conclusion here with you in one prompting a couple of questions for you to consider in regards to maybe a relationship you're currently sitting with, relationships, communities, maybe even as a whole, um, and see whether um, it may be winter that you're in. And then we'll also... You'll find a couple of resources available to you as um, as further 
yeah, further support in this process. One, a, um, a list that you may individually or together want to do with the sister as a reflection of where you may be at, and also a conscious closure ritual um, so that you can practice energetic closure. Um, yeah, the prompt questions that we have for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, notice, when do you feel tired? In what relationships? What activities? Uh, what, you know, phone calls maybe leave you at the end of them tired? Um, and we say this, this was like an aha for us, was also really what activities or parts of your life make you feel tired and not attaching to it that it's bad but simply taking that notice you know is it a moment to actually give yourself a break that they're actually calling they're telling you that this is a place that needs a space for rest and where there might be a leakage of energy that's going into those relations, activities, parts of your life at this moment that need that energy to be resourced through rest and stillness. So we invite you to just take some time to reflect on that. So in the, <laughs> in the feeling of winter and in deep relaxation and rest in our closure embodiment practice that we invite you to is simply allow these words that I'm going to share with you, which is a poem to land in your body. This poem has come to me thanks to Springhouse, which is a physical, um, physically based community in Floyd, Virginia. That's also a day school for youth and practices regenerative culture and orients towards life. And they, over the time between the last 20 days up until the summer solstice, have been offering daily meditation. And uh, during the daily meditation, this poem was shared. And uh, it felt really resonant to share with you here today as well in the context of winter. So let yourself relax and have these words land where they may be needed. You Are There by Erica Young You are there. You have always been there. Even when you thought you were climbing, you had already arrived. Even when you thought you were breathing hard, you were at rest. Even when it was clear, you were there. Not in our nature to know what is journey and what arrival. Even if we know, we would not admit. Even if we lived, we would think we were just germinating. To live is to be uncertain. Certainty comes at the end. You Are There by Erica Young
Thanks for joining us. And we will see you in our final and closing episode where we wrap up our seasonal reflection of sister-to-sister relationship.